For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We would recommend those be approved as presented. We need a motion to do so. So moved. Ms. Parrish? Second. Mr. Ransom? All in favor? S is 5-0. Well, County County School Board meeting of earlier this month, some mundane routine matter or other unanimous approval, not a lot of drama there. Uh, the drama coming with the budget, and that's what we're going to be talking about here in the next few minutes. And for the next few minutes, Lee Becker, Oconee County Observations. OconeeCountyObservations.org, that website, outstanding news resource uh, for the folks in Oconee County and elsewhere, anybody with an interest in Oconee County, OconeeCountyObservations.org. Here's the head. Oconee County school construction outspending, our, our construction spending outstripping the ability of the local education sales tax to cover the cost means the burden is going to shift to property taxes. Now, with the budget tentatively approved by the Oconee County School Board at that meeting back on May 8th, no millage rate increase. Of course, higher tax bills generally because of assessed values. But now the question of how to pay for school construction and plenty of that going on. Lee Becker with us now. Lee Becker, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Step us through the numbers here as you understand them. Uh, you watch these Oconee County School Board meetings so the folks in Oconee County don't have to in some cases. Uh, again, uh, an East Plus that was designed to cover some construction costs, designed to supposed to cover just about all of them, but not sufficient to. So you dip into the general fund, and that impacts property taxes. What are we talking about here? Tim, I'm, I've lost you. Are you hearing me now? I do, yes. All right. So give us, give us the bare bones of the story that you've written for Oconee County Observations on this. The, the sales tax revenue not sufficient to cover the construction cost. That's right. Uh, this, I think, um, was actually part of the original plan. I think that's clear now. But it was never discussed that way. And what happened at the... Uh, May 1st and May 8th board meeting, when the budget was discussed, board member Tim Burgess had gone out of his way to praise uh, Chief Financial Officer Liz Harlow for setting aside $11 million in the fund balance, designated it, designated it for payment against these bonds. And uh, so when he did that, I wanted to try to understand why it was that uh, um, he was making those statements and what they meant in terms of the payment against these bonds. So what happened was back in, in March of uh, March 16th of 2021, Oconee County voters overwhelmingly approved 83.6% a, a new e-lost um, continuation of the old one, but by law a new one mm -hmm. uh, for a whole series of projects and. Um, they also, voters also authorized uh, the uh, issuance of, of general bonds uh, to pay for these projects. So um, I think the assumption that most people would have made, and certainly was the assumption that I was making, was that most of that was going to be covered by uh, the new e-lost revenues. But it turns out that's not the case. Uh, the projects uh, greatly exceed the ability of 
ELOS to cover them. And what uh, Burgess was telling uh, Harlow was that he was praising her for setting aside $11 million in the general fund uh, to, to pay for that. So, oh, so, so let me stop you right the there and make sure, started. let me make sure I understand what, what you're telling me here. Uh, my, my general understanding of this uh, would be that, okay, well, darn it, the construction costs just went up and we were not able to cover them. You're saying that it isn't some, something they're just finding out. If I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying this is, this is the way this was designed. This was the way that was intended. And it just wasn't discussed. That's certainly the case. Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. So what does that mean moving forward? Well, uh, it's only a matter of whether their calculations are correct and uh, the amount of money that they're spending uh, is going to create any problems for paying back uh, those bonds. And Burgess was saying, you know, he thinks we're okay. He says we just need to be careful. And um, that's uh, why he was praising uh, Harlow for what she was doing. Hey, let's talk to Lee Becker, Lee County, Oconee County, or Lee Becker, Oconee County Observations.org, the website. Let's talk about what construction we're talking about here. I know, for example, the new Dove Creek School going to open, the middle school going to open next year, something close to 500 students. What are we talking about in terms of construction? Obviously, new construction there, but some work on some other schools as well. Yeah, the, the primary part of the uh, ELOS budget was to be for. Uh, the new Dub Creek Middle School, which will open this summer uh, for the start of the school year. But it also included uh, classroom additions at three elementary schools and, uh, more importantly, the new administrative building, which they uh, are building in Watkinsville, downtown Watkinsville. So those were the big projects that were covered by uh, the promotional materials for uh, the ELOS referendum. Anybody besides you, for lack of a better word, griping about this? I, I, I don't want to go so far. I'm not saying I don't know that you are. Nobody's alleging bait and switch here. But it does sound as though it, it, it was planned in such a way and, and not discussed in a public way that this would, in fact, uh, require funding out of the general revenue. First of all, how unusual is that? And is anybody griping about this? Well, I'm, I'm not griping about it. I'm trying to explain why it was that... Uh, uh, Tim Burgess raised this issue. It was a surprise to me, and uh, I was trying to figure out why he was say, saying what he said. And so I went back and tried to disentangle uh, the vote uh, and the meaning of the uh, the resolution, and that um, came up with the understanding that uh, they knew from the very beginning that they were borrowing more money uh, than ELOS was going to cover. And uh, that had not been discussed, but uh, it was clearly part of the original plan. And so all I was trying to do is to explain why it was that uh, Tim Burgess said what he said. Now, and, again, uh, from, your, from your experience, you've done this for a minute. Is this a, a, a common thing, uncommon thing, by way of funding these types of Does this happen elsewhere in Oconee County even? Well, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know the real answer to that. Um, the, the, it should be clear to voters that when these ELOS are passed and these project lists are put forward, that in the case in which the ELOS does not produce enough revenue, that uh, the only alternative and what, what law is going to require is that uh, um, the bonding, uh, government, government bonding organization or authority is going to have to pay for those bonds some way, and they'll pay for them from uh, the other source, which is property tax. So uh, I 
think people understand that. I, I, what I think in this case probably was not well understood was that this was actually built into the original mm-hmm. plans. Um, in other words, that ELOS was not going to cover this. But, you know, part of the, the problem is that, is that the, the Coney County Schools did not release, and I requested that they do, and they did not release uh, an estimate of the costs of the projects that they put before the voters for ELOS. And they also didn't tell people what they projected ELOS to produce. So, you know, the, the ELOS referendum has two components to it. One of them is to authorize uh, the continuation of or the renewal of the tax, and the other is to authorize uh, the bond spending and uh, the issuance of the bonds. And um, there was a mismatch here. Mm. And um, as I said, it's clear that was intentional. Uh, but it was not discussed that way. Uh, quickly, about a minute left here. A huge question and only a minute left to deal with it. Apologies for that. But, Lee Becker, uh, you also attended this meeting, uh, Department of Transportation, uh, there in Bogart, to talk about changes to 316, Jimmy Daniel and Dials Mill. Very, very quickly, what's the public mood on that? We said about 100 people showed up. What's the thinking here? Well, I think there was an expectation on the part of people that uh, GDOT was going to provide more information about its plans, particularly for McDuck Creek Road. Um, the county has uh, given some land to the state, uh, for, and, and that's going to be used for new facilities uh, for a Georgia Patrol and the driver service, customer service office. And um, people were expecting GDOT to say, well, are you, you know, what are you going to do with that interchange, given that these uh, new facilities are going to be at that drive? Or that road, and uh, you know, uh, the current plans are for a flyover, and the county's obviously hoping for a full interchange, and Bogart would like a full interchange, uh, but she doesn't do that at all. Uh, it came uh, without any new information about those intersections, and uh, it's pretty clear that the people who were there were trying to figure out what was going on. There's also a lot of opposition to the Dials Mill Road interchange. And uh, there's a, a big neighborhood there, and people don't want that to be a, a full interchange. And a lot of the people who were there were trying to learn what, what the current plans are for that. But uh, GDOT uh, came empty-handed from that point of view. Lee Becker, we'll leave it there. OconeyCountyObservations.org, the website. Lee Becker, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.